Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you live from KSCO Radio. Very happy to be here today. It's a beautiful day here, and I uh, hope you guys are enjoying it yourself. Get out and get some fresh air, take a walk, go do things you like to do in the garden, play with your kids, your grandkids, take your dog out, go to the beach, all those things, because that's what's going to be huge on keeping you happy and healthy. However, I'm going to be talking today about something that can stop you in your tracks on a lot of those. And it's probably the two words that you least want to hear from your, uh, coming out of your doctor's mouth. I started talking about this last week. I'm actually doing uh, a lot of research with several doctors right now around the country to come up with solutions. And we've come up with some pretty amazing things that we can do to help. So the two words are peripheral neuropathy. Peripheral neuropathy means the nerves in the periphery of your body, being your legs, your feet, your arms and fingers, are starting to die. And when that happens, it's a tremendous amount of stress on the body. But what it does is it steals your freedom. It steals your ability to function in life. It, uh, a lot of times people are f- afraid to talk about it, especially older people, because it means that they might lose their freedom. I'm going to be talking about some of the causes of it today, some of the things that we can do about it, but also just making people aware of this, uh, what this is. I had a gentleman come in um, last week. I think he came in Wednesday, and he had some low back pain that he had for years, some neck pain, you know, some of the main things people usually visit chiropractors for, although we're not pain doctors, we're nerve doctors. So as we were talking, he was telling me about Um, actually almost completely through the consultation talking about his low back pain and how long it's been going on and the work that he's done over the last 70 years. He um, started to tell me, well, you know, my my toes are numb and my feet are numb and, you know, I'm losing the hair on my legs. And, uh, you know, he thought that was odd and I think it is too. However, it's common. When you start to lose oxygen in your lower extremities or your hands, not only will the nerves start to die, but you will lose and there won't be enough oxygen to the erector pili muscles, which are those smallest muscle in your body, the body that are the muscle that contracts when you have some reason for your, um, to get goosebumps. So those are the erector pili muscles. We're going to be going over some of the things that cause this and some of the things that can actually... Um, help you. So anyway, so if you are any of the, anybody out there, 26 million Americans actually have peripheral neuropathy. So that is a pretty amazing amount of people. 
You can always watch me on McCollum, uh, Duncan McCollum Facebook Live on these shows. So um, anyway, also you can find him on YouTube later at Duncan, Dr. Duncan McCollum. You, we are, I always video them, um, a Zoom meeting, so that you can watch them and get the information and pass it to other people. But we're talking about two words you never want to hear, peripheral neuropathy. And um, what it means is you're losing sensation to your toes. The biggest balance issues, are, uh, mechanisms in our body are in our inner ear, the, what's called the vestibular apparatus. It's like gyroscopes that keep you uh, balanced. But the other thing is the information coming from the feet up to the inner ear and to the brain to allow you to maneuver through uh, life on uneven surfaces, on sharp surfaces, uh, finding your way in the dark, all these kind of things. And when you get peripheral neuropathy, the nerves in your feet start to die. And uh, it's really kind of a sad story because um, most of the time when that occurs, you are told by the Western medical that there's nothing they can do about it. And this is just simply not true. We have a lot of testing um, all the way up to uh, Mayo Clinic, different things that you can do, lots of studies on things like red light therapy, like biofeedback, chemistry, um, detoxification, turning around chronic diseases that can help your body recover. The, the nerves in the body can grow a millimeter a day which is a lot if you do the right things. You just have to do the right things long enough to make a difference. So you got to do the rightness long enough to make a difference. And a lot of times people just don't have that patience. However, one thing that I find since I've been practicing chiropractic for the last 35 years is a lot of people, you know, their back pain, their headaches, their stomach problems, they're okay with it coming and going, taking medication for it, covering up the symptoms, but they're not really necessarily ready to make uh, a long-term commitment to fix it. And so they might just live with it, limit their activities, limit, you know, the playing with the kids, getting down on the ground, the um, walking on the beach, all these various things that they might uh, love to do, they limit. But when it comes to something that steals your life away, like peripheral neuropathy, it's different than back pain or headaches or stomach aches. Those are inconvenient and they can be severe because I've had severe low back pain and leg pain when I broke my back. But when you're talking about the, the um, life sentence of peripheral neuropathy, it's, it's devastating. So I'm going to hold up for those of you on Facebook a, uh, a picture which shows the progression of peripheral neuropathy. And um, it shows it going from a healthy nerve to an inflamed nerve to where the blood supply to those nerves start to die. The nerve starts to break down and then it's actually 100% gone. And that's um, basically when it's very difficult to make results. This might be backwards on what I'm showing you, but you can see a very healthy nerve and it has this um, cushioning around it, which is filled with blood vessels that actually help keep the nerve alive. When you damage that nerve, for many reasons I'll go into or even pinch it, you cut off the life support to that nerve and it will eventually start to die and eventually 100%. So we can do a lot to help along the way. At this point, 
Um, well, let me just discuss some of the causes of peripheral neuropathy. Then the, probably the biggest one is diabetes. 60% of the people in America are either diabetic or pre-diabetic. And uh, when, when I was younger, there were two types of diabetes. There was juvenile onset diabetes, and then there was adult onset diabetes. So juvenile onset diabetes really means it's diabetes type 1, which means your pancreas just can't produce any insulin at all. And uh, that can be from birth or some will go into the, uh, what could cause that in a minute. But the second type of diabetes is, is um, functional diabetes or it's a progression of diabetes. It's acquired diabetes because of a buildup of bad toxins in our body that are basically causing the cells not to be able to recognize insulin. And then your pancreas goes crazy and it stops working. So the body has to, you, you know, you have to get insulin from an outside source. I've talked about this on many shows, but the problem with all of this is diabetics have something called glyconated red blood cells. In other words, they're sugar-coated frosted flakes. They're red blood cells that have sugar on them. It's like a crusty um, sugar that basically makes the cells sticky, just like a wet frosted flake. And so those sticky red blood cells have to go single file through the tiniest blood vessels in your body called capillaries. And those sticky blood vessels get stuck at the ends of those capillaries, at the ends of your body, like your toes. And it causes um, lock, lack of oxygen because oxygen is what the blood cells carry to the body to the cells. And when the cells don't get oxygen, they die, just like you. You don't get oxygen, you die. But as the cells in our lower extremities or fingers start to lose their oxygen supply, the not only does the tissue start to become weak and necrose eventually, but the nerves no longer have the blood supply to them that keep them nourished and healthy. So what happens is the blood, those um, peripheral nerves start to die and you get all the symptoms that can go along with it. I'll read a list of 25 different things shortly that you can uh, look at and find out if you may be somebody that might have early onset peripheral neuropathy. So this is Dr. Duncan McCollum talking about peripheral neuropathy, KSCO, McCollum Wellness Radio. I'm located in Capitola. You can find these shows um, on the KSEO archive on Facebook, <clears throat> Duncan McCollum, and also um, on my YouTube channel. Or you can just call the office. So the peripheral neuropathy is what we're talking about and the devastating effects of it. So we just talked about diabetes. You know, 60% of the Americans are diabetic or pre-diabetic. And the healthier, the, we have the, we spend $4.3 trillion on healthcare. You'd think we'd be able to handle diabetes. We can, just not traditionally, if you catch it soon enough. The National Institute of Health was saying back in 1998 that diabetes is reversible with diet and exercise alone, type 2 diabetes. 1998. But rather than everybody jumping on the bandwagon and figuring out what they were talking about, you know, they don't. And it has to do with you. You as an individual, is this something you want to handle or are you comfortable going on the life doing the medical route? 70% of all medication and health services in this country are handling chronic disease. You've probably heard how full the, the hospitals are. We have 
more and more doctors' offices and hospitals on every corner. I mean, in Santa Cruz, 30, 40 years ago, we didn't have that. I mean, there was a dock in the box finally opened over by Cabrillo. But now they're almost everywhere. We've got Kaiser. We've got um, Sutter. Still got Dominican and all these other things. And you go, why are, if we spend more money than any other country in the world, $4.3 billion, how come we're still the sickest country in the world? So any rate, we're talking about diabetes and peripheral neuropathy. Another huge cause of peripheral neuropathy is the side effects of chemotherapy. So cancer is the second leading cause of death in this country behind heart disease, right? So there's a lot of people that end up getting chemotherapy to kill the, the aberrant cells in the body, the cells that have gone wild, and you know, hopefully it will help them. But the chemotherapy does a huge number for increasing and or just the development of peripheral neuropathy. Peripheral neuropathy, again, for anybody just tuning in, is that doomed feeling of gloom when you know that your maybe your independence in life is over. You no longer can feel safe driving a car because you can't feel your foot pedal, your pedal on the brakes or gas well enough. You're just kind of hoping that you can see well enough and your reflex are good. You can't walk in the garden. You're afraid of slipping and falling or you already have many times. So the reason I'm going through this is because we have a solution. And in 70, 80, 90% of the people caught early enough, we can, we've seen huge changes in the group of doctors that I am working and studying with. It's, it's a really great hope for our society since most of us, most of us are over 60 years old. The majority of the population are the baby boomers that are, you know, getting into their golden years when they should be enjoying their life, not worrying about whether I'm going to trip or stub my toe and all of this stuff. So diabetes is probably the number one cause. Now there's 25 million Americans that have been diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy, been diagnosed. That means it's gotten bad enough that they had to go get it checked out and they were diagnosed. There's probably two to three times that many people with the beginning signs that have no clue what it is. Maybe they wake up and they have to shake their hand or their foot. They don't like having the, the, um, sheet on their feet at night because it bothers them. They might be getting uh, restless leg syndrome. You might have bouts of pain or numbness or cold in your feet, swelling, all these kind of things and or your hands. Renaud syndrome is where the blood supply is cut off to your hands. So um, we've talked about two causes so far, um, diabetes and chemotherapy. Another one is toxins. We live in the most toxic time in Homo sapiens uh, existence. 250 billion pounds of toxins are dumped on the planet every year. There's, uh, at one point I said there's 74,000 chemicals. Now it's 114,000 chemicals by a Swedish study that man has made or Homo saps have made and dumped on the planet. Most of them are byproducts of something else, so they've never been tested. We have no idea how health, healthy they are for the body. Um, just to, even if you look at, well, let's just stay with the toxicity. And then you have the solvents that you put your hands in. If you're a young person learning how to change your oil or, you know, um, 
the industry that we're in, the air that we breathe is filled with toxins. The furniture that you get has formaldehyde in it, probably getting on it before it's off-gassing. You, the clothes that you wear have estrogens in them called phytoestrogens. Or, and, you know, polyester is a ester, which means it's a female hormone type derivative that can actually offset your hormone balance in your body and cause an upset at the endocrine system. Uh, endocrine problems are the hormones. So your pituitary and hypothalamus gland that live up in your head and take all the stimulus of the environment and uh, the brain signals it to signals it to the head, to the pituitary. My uh, Facebook keeps shutting in and out. Sorry, guys. The um, pituitary gland and brain then have to send chemicals down through the bloodstream to tell the cells what to do. But the endocrine disruptors are the toxins, the heavy metals, molds, and hidden infections that we consume. This causes damage to the nerves, at the, and especially at the distal end of the nerve, the farthest end of the nerve, which again, kills the nerve and causes peripheral neuropathy. Now, one of the main things is you're losing oxygen at the end of those nerves, and nothing in your body can live without oxygen. So... Um, toxicity is another huge thing causing peripheral neuropathy. Now, again, 26 million Americans are diagnosed with it, but it has to be pretty well down for that. So millions and millions and millions are being the effect of this and not even know it. Again, I had a patient come in and say, why is my, the hair falling off my legs? No oxygen to the capillaries near the, um, the little roots of the, of the cells, of the hair cells, and they're dying. So one of the things we do is we provide different things at the, uh, at the area of the peripheral neuropathy to increase oxygenation to that area, as well as make sure that we're getting rid of the neurotoxins, nerve toxins, glyphosate, um, you know, there's so many different nerve toxins. In fact, there was a study by the, um, the International Work Group, and they found testing 10 babies that had not lived outside the womb in the United States, they checked their umbilical blood and found out there were 287 chemicals in that umbilical blood of kids that hadn't even lived outside the womb. And like 46 of them were cancer-causing, many of them were neurotoxins, and just unbelievable. They only did 10. Why? Because nobody funded it. So this group had to come up with like, you know, $100,000 a test to, to do this. But of course, that fell on deaf ears as well. Then we talk about the heavy metals that we get and the mercury in our mouths, the lead that we ate when we were kids, the stuff in our food, the chemicals in our food, the sprays, the glyphosate on our food is ridiculous. So more toxins that we're getting and it's not getting better. In fact, the farther the food is that you get it from the ground it came out of, of the probably the more unhealthy it is for you. Even the organic stuff often has um, chemicals on it that are not healthy. So I'm going to give you solutions, I'm not, I, but I want you to understand there, it is a, there is a lot of danger out there to the um, body for peripheral neuropathy. Trauma is another one. You know, if you slip and fall and hurt your back, I broke my back when I was 12, went undiagnosed for eight years. Um, but when you have pressure, there's, you know, when you're born, it's at first, there's conceived an egg and a sperm come together, one cell. That one cell 
in eight days splits and looks like eight cells. It looks like a frog, a bunch of frog eggs in a pond. By day 16, you start to see what's called the primordial streak, which is a bulb with a stick on it. It looks kind of like a lollipop. The bulb is the brain. The stick is the central nervous system. Then you see 31 hairy things coming off of that stick, and those are the 31 spinal nerves that start to grow. Day 16. Then, over the next 40, 39, 40 weeks, those nerves controlled by the brain start to develop this perfect baby body. And all of the organs, the limbs, the the circulatory system, the respiratory system, digestive system develop out of one egg. The DNA tells, has it all imprinted on it. And when we do, one of the treatments we do, of course, is the stem cell machine, the um, tissue regenerative therapy machine, which we still have the $49 special. And if you haven't tried it, we see miracles every day with it. You should just call the office, come in and try it. The time is now. Not only that, you're going to start to get information about this new program we'll be rolling out in probably uh, six to seven, maybe eight weeks. Now, the reason we're doing it that way, because there's a lot of prep to do it. My staff have to be prepared to do it. We have to have the right um, ways of implementing it. And we want to make sure that when we do it, we're doing it right. But you can always email the office, Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H at McCollumWellness.com, Mariah at McCollumWellness, or info at McCollumWellness.com, and say, I'm interested in the, in the nerve thing, nerve thing or peripheral neuropathy, if you want to spell it that way. And then we will put you on the list of information. The first people that are going to be benefiting from this are my existing patients, because, you know, we have... We have a lot of people coming in, and we want to take care of them first, but we do want to be able to help everybody. I'm going to hold up another chart, and first up to the Facebook group. So this shows healthy nerves on the green, and then all the way over to dead nerves on the, on the far red, permanent nerve damage. And for those of you on the um, Zoom meeting, there it is. We have the green all the way down to the deep red. And on the bottom, you can see a healthy nerve losing some of its blood supply and then a dying nerve. Healthy nerve losing its blood supply and a dying nerve. So why is it so important? Because there are no answers out there in Western medicine. They say you have to live with it. I had a good friend of mine, a medical doctor, was even saying, yeah, this is what happens. And they give you gabapentin and Lyrica and Subrexa or whatever it's called, which are all off-label drugs, meaning um, they are made for seizure. They're anti-seizure medication. Gabapentin is an anti-seizure medication. It just numbs the pain. It gets rid of the pain. It doesn't do a darn thing for the dying nerves. You can't medicate your way out of a chronic condition. You cannot medicate your way out of a chronic disease. Just doesn't happen. So this is why it's so important that you get checked. Now we have a seven part, actually an eight point physical evaluation that we'll do with you in our office starting with, um, as we get rolling, it's with a thermographic um, picture of your hands and or feet, whichever one is affecting you. And I have, I don't, don't have the picture with me, but it will show you nice sunny yellow and 
white spots are very healthy. And then oftentimes with the peripheral neuropathy out near the toes or fingers, we see it turn dark red and purple, which tell us there's no blood supply there. So we can get an idea of where the blood is being cut off or lost. And then we do several different types of tests. Um, sensory tests, hot and cold tests, vibration tests, pinwheel tests to find out what part of your nerves are being damaged and how far along it is. We can get to about a tenth of a percent of nerve damage with these testing with you giving us feedback on the physical tests that we do to you. So there's hope on the horizon, which makes me feel really good because being in practice as long as I have, I never want to stand idle. Those of you who listen to me on the radio for the last five years know that I'm always studying, always coming up with new things. Um, so I can be on the cutting edge of helping everybody. We were the first ones talking about the ketogenic diet back when Dr. Pompa wrote the book, Beyond Fasting, and talking with Dr. Um, or when Dr. Yishinura Suama in 2016 um, discovered and got, won the Nobel Prize for. Um, the term autophagy, which is self-eating, autophagy, self-eating, where the body eats zombie cells. And we were talking about senescent cells five years ago. Now there's a lot of Ben, ben Greenfield and some of these uh, Josh Axe and everybody have now coined this zombie cells. And that's becoming the new call word. Let's get rid of your zombie cells. Well, this is nothing new. We've known about the senescent or senile cells for years. We need to get rid of them. And intermittent fasting can do it along with um, doing different diets like the ketogenic diet that allows your body to burn fat and eat up the bad stuff in your body. I'm, I'm very leery about a quick fix. Somebody says, take this pill and it will kill them all in a two days. Maybe, but I'm always more... I believe that slow and steady wins the race, as uh, Goofy used to say, as Bugs Bunny would take a run all the time and sleep under the tree, but Goofy would just, slow and steady wins the race, and that's what it comes to do with your health. There is no quick fix, there is no magic pill, and you just have to know that you are learning the correct stuff. There's this saying that I'm going to modify, but I really like it, and it says, you know, some people might think that they have talent. He's really good at something. But when you become expert is when you find out that you really don't know about that subject. And then you practice and practice and study and study until that you know that you know about the subject. So many people get on the internet and then they look up something and watch somebody else talk and this talk. And now they think they're an expert and on, on a subject that could be life affecting. So I caution you to that, you know, find the people that really know. And, you know, sometimes these things come up and go and they, they leave because we don't, the, some of the truths were not truths. They were summations that didn't add up into anything. So we're going to talk about uh, peripheral neuropathy. That's what we're talking about. I've gone over um, diabetes effect on peripheral neuropathies. Diabetic diabetes can be turned around with drugs. Excuse me, with a <laughs> exercise and diet. We've done that many times in our office, helping people. We don't tell them to get off their meds, but we help their body get healthier and the cells get healthier so that they can get off the meds by asking their doctor when they can get off of them. The other one is chemotherapy. Chemotherapy is huge chemical toxicity in 
killing the nerves and causing this thing called peripheral neuropathy that steals your freedom. It steals your life. When you start to be afraid of driving or walking or moving around at night or getting in your garden on a slippery slope, that's when you start to cause damage or you slip and fall and break a hip, things like that. So we know that peripheral neuropathy can be turned around. We know that the nerves under the correct circumstances can grow a millimeter a day. And we also know how to make that happen. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I would like you to listen to a couple testimonials from my patients about our new TRT machine. You should come try it, but here's what they have to say. Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor. Lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time, and I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells and my feet I've had like three or four um, sessions with the machine and my feet are like new no aches no pains it's a miracle originally I, I heard about it on the radio and I was a little apprehensive but I came in and got got the treatment and miraculously I mean immediately I got relief and we're talking about three years of 24-7 neuropathy all kinds of pain medical doctors and in one treatment it changed my life. I mean, it gave my life back because I was able to uh, function and do things and not be in excruciating pain and get some sleep. And I'm going to continue to come back, and I highly recommend it to anyone. So call today for your $49 introductory special on the TRT machine to see if it works for you. Call 831-459-9990. 831-459-9990. McCollum Family Chiropractic. And I knew when I found there's a light I can hide. I'm going to go ahead and, and read down this list, 25 questions. It's a survey. It's called a Neuropathy Assessment Survey. And, you know, maybe you know somebody that has these problems or you yourself does. So... Um, so the first one is trouble walking. You're walking slower. You're kind of making sure that you know where the ground is with your feet. The second one is balance issues. So you, you, know, you get up out of the chair and you just kind of have to make sure that your feet are under you. There's uh, 26 bones in each foot, 206 bones in your body. One quarter of the bones in your body are in your foot. All of the muscles and nerve endings go down there to make sure that you're balancing, sending signals from the feet to the brain, the brain to the feet, and also to the gyroscope in your inner ear for balance. So if you start to have balance problems, it's a very good likely, a very like, very likely that you are having some kind of beginning peripheral neuropathy or more advanced. Difficulty on stairs. So difficulty on stairs is when you are walking up and down stairs and you might have to hold on to something, especially walking downstairs. Um, Burning and freezing feeling. Pins and needles. I see that uh, I lost Facebook again. Um, I'm not sure what's going on there. I'm probably not on the right uh, internet. Um, Pins and needles. So if you feel prickering in your feet all the time, there's a good chance 
that you do have peripheral neuropathy. So um, sorry about the connection on the Facebook. So we have trouble, um, difficulty on stairs, trouble falling asleep or staying asleep because your feet are, you can't put the covers on your feet because it irritates you so much, burning and freezing feeling. Number six, pins and needles. Number seven, numbness and pain. Number eight, swelling. These are all signs of beginning signs or advanced signs of peripheral neuropathy. The thing that you don't want to hear, the two words you never want to hear that can be stealing your freedom, stealing your life, your happiness, and stopping you from your hobbies after you've worked all those years to enjoy the golden years. And then all you're trying to do is stay on your feet and make sure you don't fall. It's really not okay. And that's why I've been studying with these doctors ad infinitum. I've put in many, many hours at this point. My staff is shifting gears so that we will be able to help you with this as we're able to roll out this incredible program to help you with your peripheral neuropathy. Fatigue and heaviness. Number 10, difficulty driving, feeling the pedals. You know, this is so scary for seniors or anybody, whether it's from diabetes, just from um, old toxicity in your body with age, spinal injuries that you've had, chemotherapy problems, other toxicities, other chronic diseases, autoimmune diseases, things that can cause peripheral neuropathy. And we know how to turn it around in most cases. Difficulty driving foot on pedal, tightness, saran wrap. Some people say, I feel like I have a saran wrap around my ankle or a tight band around my leg. Spongy or marshmallow bunched up socks feeling. So I feel like you're walking on marshmallows on your feet. This is something that could be indication that your peripheral nerves are dying. The oxygen to the nerves are dying and the nerves die. The oxygen is the blood vessels, the capillaries are dying because they're plugged up with um, glycinated red blood cells, which are sticky blood cells. Um, they're dying from the poisons and toxins that get through your body uh, four, five times a minute. Every cell travels through the same toe of your body. Loss of independence, this is what I've been talking about. This is the big thing that people are afraid of. They won't talk to their family. They won't talk to their kids. Last thing you want to say is, you know, daughter or son, you know, I'm having trouble putting knowing that I have my foot on the brakes or foot on the gas, you know. And so this is a, a, a lonely disease. It's a lonely condition that will sneak up on you. It's like a hockey stick laying on its side slowly, and then one day it just skyrockets. And at that point, it's a lot more difficult to handle. However, if you're diligent and you want to get it done and you're willing to do what it takes, you know, anywhere from three, six, 18 months, you can make huge differences. But nothing happens overnight in this kind of condition. It didn't come on overnight. Unable to enjoy outdoors. I've mentioned that. Gardening, yard work, slipping and falling, afraid of um, not being able to um, balance on stairs or bending over or even using your hands to snip things. Your hands, when you have peripheral neuropathy on your hands, you start to drop stuff or let alone the hot, cold, tingling, burning feelings that you have. So do not get out with family, friends as much anymore. So, you know, I just don't, I think I'm just going to stay home because they're afraid to go out. They're afraid somebody's going to notice that they're having trouble with this peripheral neuropathy thing. And they don't even know what it is, but they're just afraid or they're just too tired to go out or they don't want to be a burden on anybody. So there's all these things. And this is such an epidemic 
25 million Americans are diagnosed with it. The rest of us that are, have the beginning signs don't even know what to call it. Number 15, do not get out with friends and family as much anymore. 16, difficult to play with grandkids. Attend their events, sports, or graduation. You know, I have patients come in and go, you know, well, I'm supposed to go to my son's graduation or my grandson's graduation, and it's on a, a football field, and I have to walk to the, you know, the seats on the football field, and there's probably gopher holes, and I have trouble balancing already, and or going to their kids' games or their grandkids' events and supporting their grandchildren playing stuff or going to some graduation, being able to be out and about long enough, you sit or stand and then this, thing, this condition gets worse that day, you know, the longer you're on your feet. So dip, number 17, difficulty traveling or taking vacations. You know, you have to get on the airplanes, you have to drive, you have to get out and walk. I have a patient, that, with several patients traveling. Some, uh, one of my patients is going to, as he and his wife are going to, they're both patients, they're going to um, Israel in a, a couple weeks. And we've been working with his low back and with his feet. He loves to play golf. He wasn't playing golf. Now he said, I played golf the other day for the first time without any pain and nothing afterwards in my lower extremity. So, but number 17, difficulty traveling, vacations. Number 18, difficulty with the beach, hiking trails camping or uneven surfaces. So many times people come in and they tell me, well, I tripped on the sidewalk. There was a tree root that came up, pushed the sidewalk up, and I tripped. Why doesn't the county do something about that? Well, the county should, but the point is that when you had better balance, better function with all those muscles and nerve endings and coordination, you would probably have seen it, stepped over it, and not had that condition happen. So difficulty walking on those surfaces because you don't trust your feet. So this is another thing that is an indication of peripheral neuropathy. Now, if you've had, I've written, I think I'm on number 18 or 19 now. If you've been checking three or four of these, you, you, you should know that you've got some, some uh, explaining to do, as Lucille, as Ricky Ricardo said. So you got some explaining to do to get your body healthy. You got to go and find the right thing. Difficulty walking dogs. So, you know, dogs, they like to get out there and stop and start and run and go around in circles. And, you know, if you're trying to walk your dog on a leash and you're already unbalanced, you don't know where to put your feet and your um, the vestibular apparatus, the gyroscope in your brain isn't working too well for other reasons up there. Those can be heavy metals, molds, toxins, things like that. And let alone the connection from your brain down to your feet isn't working so well because of structural spinal problems, toxicity along the way. And then the, the death and dead and dying nerves in your lower extremity are hands. So this is an indication that you should do something because the last thing you want is to be sitting on a couch, I mean, I think, sitting on a couch doomed to watching bad TV shows for the rest of your life. And I think you should be able to go and work in the kitchen, work in the garage, work on your projects, go for a hike with your grandchildren, learn how to do new things, golf, you know, maybe not skydive, but you know, those type of things are your freedom. You've worked too hard to let this insidious, terrible condition take your life 
especially now that we know about it and we know we can reverse it in most cases. Now, you got to be dedicated to fixing it because there is no magic pill. And uh, sometimes when people come in the office, we go over it. They go, yeah, I'm just not ready to do it. And I go, that's fine. I'm not ready. I just want to get out of pain. You know, I'm going on a trip or, you know, I'm moving or what have you. And I go, that's fine. As long as you understand that we're not fixing it. So often I get construction workers in because you just think about how much they do with their back. And they go, well, yeah, no, the last guy just, uh, I'll show you what to do. I'll just get on my side, just jump on my back. My wife couldn't get it this time. And uh, I just I just won't do it. And um, one time I had a guy so mad at me. He was in his mid-50s. And he goes, I can't believe that you're not going to just adjust me. I've come in here to talk to you, and you're not going to adjust me. And then he, I said, I need x-rays. And he goes, nope. And he walked out mad, yelled at the front desk, and then... I forgot about him. About a year later, I was at Aptos Park doing an event, um, and this gentleman walked up. I never recognized him. He says, Dr. McCollum, hi, I just want to apologize to you. I'm going, what? You don't need to apologize. Why? Did he break something over here? He goes, no, I, I need to apologize. And I go, okay, well, what's going on? He goes, about a year and a half ago, I came into your office, and I wanted you to adjust my back because my back hurt. And you wouldn't do it. You said you wanted to take x-rays. And I was indignant and mad, and I was very rude to your front desk. And I went, okay. And he goes, well, a week later, it got so bad, I went to the emergency room. They did an MRI, and they found out I had multiple myeloma of my spine, which is a cancer that eats holes in the spine. Now, if I would have just gone ahead and adjusted that guy because he had it done 10 years ago by somebody who just jumped on his back, maybe his ex-wife or somebody, I could have killed him. So we never take those chances in my office, ever. And then I tell the construction guys who want me to, I go, look, you're, you do remodels, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's say I wanted you to fix my house. You took off the sheetrock, and there were a bunch of termites in the wood, and you just chose to put up new sheetrock and paint it and, and charge me. Would you ever do that? They always say no, and I hope they're right. Oh, I wouldn't do that to your body either. So there are a lot of doctors that are perfect for immediate relief. But when you're looking for a solution, then that's what I focus on. Either we can help you or not. And if we don't think we can help you, we're going to send you to somebody that we think we can. We're not going to try to help you if we know you're not helpable. And that can be you're not ready. You're not committed. It's not a condition that I feel comfortable with. Just the other day, I had a... Uh, a kid come in, he was 33, four years old, and he had in, developed tremendous pain in his calf, tremendous pain. And I could look at this condition, I go, this is odd. And we did testing, we did put a blood pressure cuff around his leg, and it sent him off. And, you know, I, I knew that this was not, uh, this is a vascular condition, whether it's a blood clot or something else. I didn't know. And we sent him to, uh, you know, doctors on duty and or emergency room because it could have been a something called deep vein thrombosis or, you know, we we are very well trained. And Dr. Taylor and myself, Dr. Taylor is the lead doc there. We are very aware and, and very aware of what we can and can't help. So if we need to send somebody to emergency, we know it. OK, so we stopped at number 19 difficulty walking the dog 20. Trouble riding in the car, motorcycles, for a long trip. 
Well, hopefully if you have peripheral neuropathy, you're off a motorcycle a long time ago. But a lot of times people don't know they have it yet. Only 26 million Americans are diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy. The other 75 million don't know that they're developing it. But the longer you sit, the worse it gets often. Your feet go to sleep. You have a hard time standing. You have to balance yourself for a while. So you don't want to take trips. So you go back down to number... um, whichever one it was, that you just decide to stay home. You do not get out with your friends and family as much anymore because anything makes you uncomfortable. Uh, Trouble entertaining, cooking, cleaning, or being on your feet. Another sign. That's number 21. So if you find yourself just kind of slowing down, not wanting to do this stuff, it may be that you have a reversible condition which if when caught quick enough can make all the difference in the world for you. All the difference. Again, Robert Frost, two paths diverged in the woods, and I took the one less traveled by, and it made all the difference. The last line everybody forgets. It made all the difference. So what difference are you going to put in your life to change the conditions you're in? Only you can decide that. If you come into our office, now, the peripheral neuropathy thing again, we are still studying it. I'm preparing to deliver it. If you want to email my office or call the office, McCollum Family Chiropractic, you can say, put me on the list. You want to be one of the first many that we will um, roll this out with after I'm done with my existing patients who we have already started to roll it out with some of them. But we need to be prepared to handle the amount of people that I know need this. So I'm going to make sure that everything's in place so that when you come in, we're not going to waste your time and we're going to put you on a path that you can start to handle this terrible thing called peripheral neuropathy. So number uh, 22, falls, complications of falls. Look, when you fall and you break a hip, it's done. You know, you can recover from it, but Why let yourself get to that position? I guarantee that you've got warning signs way before that happens. You're just either not aware of them, you're not paying attention to of them, or you're trying to ignore them. So don't do any of those three. If you find yourself kind of like holding up and not doing things and afraid to walk or things, then this is potentially something that you need to look into. It takes... You take some resources to get it done, mainly your desire to change and your willingness to do something different. If you're not willing to change some food that you put in, do some home remedies that we're going to give you that you'll have to do twice a day, but at home, you don't have to come to the office to do it, then if you're not willing to do that, then probably we're not going to be able to help you. Okay. Number 23, loss of inspiration to be active. That's kind of redundant in a way. You just don't want to get out and your get up and goes got up and went. And you're just not so sure that this is something that you want to do anymore. So, you know, get out and with the activities with your family, your your friends, whether they're golf friends or tennis friends or God, God forbid there's any more pickleball players out there. We've already got enough of them. Um, but even those type of games, pickleball requires a lot of balance and a lot of control and fast moving on your feet. And we see people fall out there. And, uh, you know, I think an orthopedic friend was saying uh, pickleball's the best thing for business since um, whatever that real quick weightlifting thing's called, I forget. Um, but so that's number 23, loss of inspiration. 24, unable to enjoy life. 
or retirement as you'd imagined, unable to enjoy your retirement as you imagined. You know, we all have been told at school, work hard, study, get a job, work hard, put away for the future, and then have a nest egg put away. But nobody told us about our health legacy and your health legacy, no pun intended on the legs and feet, but it might be going away because simple conditions that can be reversed in your body if you catch it soon enough. Peripheral nerves will grow a millimeter a day. So if your foot is numb, from the toes to the ankle, that's about 12 inches. So you're going to be able to regenerate those nerves if you do it correctly. And there's a lot of things to do. There's, not, there's a lot of things that people recommend to do, but each one of them in themselves might be helpful. But the, the um, I can't remember what that saying is, when the, the sum of the parts is greater than the individual parts alone. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. In other words, you put all of that together, there's magic in it. You take each one individually and it's marginal results. Number 25, and the one you've all been waiting for. Not any one is greater than the other one, but mental, emotional impact. Fear, anxiety, frustration, worry, depression, concern of becoming a burden to family. So these are the neuropathic assessment survey questions. And we have this survey at our office. Um, we'll be able to email it to you. If you want to start with that, you can call the office or email info at McCollumWellness.com or Mariah at McCollumWellness.com and say, send me the, the neuropathy assessment survey so that you can fill it out. You don't need to send it in yet, but you should look at it for yourself. And then when we make an appointment for you, you can bring it in and we will figure out what we can do to help you. So this is a big subject. I'm going to be talking about it um, probably every week for the next several weeks till we are up and running. Um, there's so much to, to, that we can do. You know, I want to ask you a couple questions in the few minutes we remain here. But, you know, you have these health conditions going on. I want you to take a look at what you've done to take care of this problem in the past medications, emergency rooms, routine uh, medicine, exercise, nutrition, diet, holistic care, vitamins, chiropractic. So how did those work for you? Tell me more about it. Think about it. Write it down. And then how did the previous things work? What, did you get bad results, some results, great results? Nothing changed. Did it get worse? Um, are you still trying? Are you kind of confused on what to do? So there's just... Uh, so much. I'm going to read this last little list here that I think we'll run out of time. These are the um, indicators, review of symptoms of potential peripheral neuropathy. Foot pain, hand pain, low back pain, neck pain, foot numbness, hand numbness, diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, pacemaker, defibrillator, herniated disc, bulging disc, spinal stenosis, degenerative disc, vascular problems, leg pain, plantar fasciitis, Morton's neuroma, pinched nerve, poor circulation, joint replacement, foot surgery, poor wound healing, excessive thirst or urination. So these are the things that you are not going to find answers to this in your normal routine visit to the doctor. You're going to have to go outside the box to find these things. And unfortunately, 
Western medicine is not designed to take care of it. And, you know, anytime you want to look outside of a box, it's going to be a lot more uh, effective, it seems, on handling the condition, rather medication, medicating the symptom. Remember, procrastination is the thief of health. Procrastination is the thief of health. So don't put it off. It's not going to go away or it already would have. So you're not going to medicate your way out of a chronic disease. You are not going to medicate your way out of a chronic disease. Proof, the United States takes 50 to 70% of all of the drugs made in the world, according to whichever research you do. We are the sickest country in the industrialized world. 70% of all Western medicine deals with chronic disease. We're only 4% of the world. We take 50% of the drugs. We spend $4.3 trillion on healthcare in this country. You'd think if you spent that much money, we should figure it out. We should be healthy, but we're not. So take it from there. Um, you can email us at info at McCollumWellness.com. You can ask to be part of Health Rebels on Facebook. It's a private group. Um, you can uh, definitely get on our emails. Uh, we are doing a 21-day challenge that you can sign up for for free. And you can go through it. It's a 21-day challenge. You get. Um, it's a. We're going to help you get the inflammatory foods out of your body because foods toxicity is incredibly is very very big number on when we're talking about damaging nerves is inflammation in the body. Toxins cause chronic inflammation. Chronic inflammation causes chronic disease. So there's so much you can do, and. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate KSCO. Dave Michaels is in there at the helm. We're going to go out with Steve Funderburg's song, You Can Be Free, and I really believe you can. We'll see you next week. Thank you. You know the things just weren't right. I looked around for someone else to blame. I searched and I searched and I reached down inside. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.